0: Hey guys, it's Tats here from Castagra, and welcome to the Specified Growth Podcast. Each week, I talk to leaders and experts about how to overcome adversity, grow massive organizations, and how to create meaningful change in the building materials and codings industry. Today's guest is Matt Daigle from RISE. Hey Matt, thanks for coming back on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Tess. So I think it's been maybe as as long as two years since we chatted. So I'm really looking forward to to catching up and seeing what you've been up to.
1: Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's been a while. I'm I'm also looking forward to, to chatting and giving you the update. And yeah, I love your show, obviously, and looking forward to, to chatting more.
0: Great. So Matt, I mean, last time you talked, I mean, you were talking, we were talking about user experience and websites and, and, you know, you're getting, I think at the time you said like million views and growing. I mean, walk us through where you were then and where you are now. What What's changed?
1: Yeah. Well, since we chat, COVID happened. <laughs> so that, uh, and I, I think a lot of us already know kind of the impact of the, the home improvement industry and what that's done, and it, it's been kind of nonstop. Our traffic, last time we chatted, was on its way up, and it it has continued that way. Uh, we now welcome anywhere between ten to twelve thousand folks to our website every day, and so that puts us on pace for four or five million range in the run of a year. The other big thing that's happened more recently, and actually as of this week. For the last few months, we've been working extremely hard with uh, with our partners and manufacturers to launch a store, an online store. So for the last few years, Rise has really kind of grown up as an educational resource for folks. So if you wanted to have a more sustainable home, but didn't really know where to get started, you come to Rise. And usually you would find us by typing a question into Google and we often show up in, in the results and we give you tons of tidbits advice, information, inspiration, you know, things like photos, even rebates and incentives. But then we kept getting kind of the same questions like what, this is great. These products that are you know, either better for your health, your wealth or the planet, they're all great. And you've convinced me on them, but where do I get them? And so it turns out a lot of these products, they're not super accessible yet. A lot of them are kind of the bleeding edge of innovation and the big box stores might not have them. They might have different distribution networks so working with manufacturer these manufacturers we've essentially made them all available in one place and you can buy them from the comfort of your home and have them delivered right to your door so and also working obviously with professionals and giving we have a, our own trade program so that's essentially what we've launched and this week we made that official and that's always, it's obviously a really exciting time for us as we shift towards selling products
0: Interesting. How is it received? I know, I know you were kind of on the manufacturers were paying to be listed and sort of modeled to now selling it. So things that come to mind are like a possible channel conflicts, like how are the manufacturers viewing this? They're loving it. It's actually been quite a different
1: reception. I will tell you uh, what's I guess what's been really exciting is every single new manufacturer that we've talked to, including our existing that have the, the potential to do e-commerce have said yes, yes to us and so we're all, we're pretty well batting 100 at the moment and that feels really really good it was something that you know before as a company we were we were working with manufacturers but to give brand exposure and so essentially we were selling marketing to folks and that's great but it's completely different conversation and now that we're actually selling products the mission of the company and where we're going trying to promote sustainable home improvement that's very near and dear to many manufacturers so there's almost instant alignment there and it's just a very easy yes the other thing too that's nice is right now we're working with either drop shippers or for folks that don't have their own drop shipping options we actually have um, enterprise level kind of discounts for for shipping so if they don't have their own shipping we can provide it to them it makes it really kind of a no-brainer for them and obviously have flexible terms and all of that. So it's been, it's been fantastic to tell you the truth.
0: Wonderful. Now I think I know what the answer is, but I need to ask the question, I mean, what's the difference between working with you guys on this as a manufacturer and listing on eBay or somewhere else, you know, or Amazon?
1: Yeah. I mean the big difference is that we have the audience already, right? And it's that I think that's been where we've really been able to differentiate ourselves is that people consult us already on how to have a more sustainable home, how to find products that are better for for themselves, for their health, for their pocketbooks, and obviously for the planet. that's kind of resonated with everybody. The fact that we've been able to kind of build in education into, into these products. So when you go to actually check out a product, we already have a bunch of content that kind of helps make you feel a lot better about your decision. If you're buying, let's say hemp insulation, Well, we have a ton of info about hemp insulation, why it might be a better decision than maybe the typical alternative, maybe the fiberglass alternative or something like that. And it just makes that that decision process that much easier for folks and why they might choose that product.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, I've been talking to a lot of people about sustainability, and I've heard the term more and more, the word performance used to describe environmental stuff. So environmental performance, material health performance. Is that a trend that you see as well? Just sustainability, not for the sake of doing good, but as a performance metric.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I think in our early days, we associated sustainable home improvement in general just to high quality. And high performance goes right along with that. You know, we talk a lot about the best performance homes at, at RISE, whether it be passive house standards or if you're looking to go all out with whether it's lead credits or living Building Institute, these really like kind of pinnacle builds that you can go and and create. Yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. But I feel like high performance in general is, it's a topic that's coming up more and more. And I, I think specifically for builders, that's kind of the term they gravitate to, right? It's not green building or eco friendly type build or anything. It's all about high performance. How do you get a home to be resilient to the elements? How do you get it to be efficient at the same time. So it's not costing you a whole lot to run it. How do you make it healthy for the occupants inside? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, how much it's really exciting that you're going from just someone that provides basically access to an audience to basically facilitating the transaction. Now, how much was was this change facilitated because of the pandemic and the speed up of technology adoption? How much do you think that contributed to this current direction?
1: Well, I'd love to say that it was the reason for it, and, but it, it was part of our mission from a while back. We knew that eventually we'd, we'd be selling products. I think for us, it was just important to establish a good baseline of educational content that folks can easily digest all while growing an audience and a community at the same time. And obviously with COVID and the, the pandemic, it's it's really, obviously it, it helped with our numbers. There was a lot more people spending time in their homes a lot more people working from home and a lot of the travel budgets that folks were were taking were were being redistributed towards home improvement things so that kind of favored us in in that sense but overall i think we've we've known from a for a while now that this would this would be an eventual direction for us yeah yeah it also allows us to really close the loop and and measure the impact that we have as a company because up until this point we're really when you're a, a source for content and, and research, you're really influencing people. That's really all you're doing is you're helping them make better decisions. But you can't really say, Rise helped X number of people to reduce their carbon footprint by this much. Now we can do that. Now that we're selling products, we can actually start to measure that. And that's the really exciting part. It's closing that loop.
0: Mm. So yeah, I mean, what sort of internal metrics are you measuring? How, how are you quantifying that? Or is that just a plan to quantify it more internally going forward? Yeah, that's the that's the eventual plan. I'd love to say
1: that we have that all in place today. It's more of once we really start to, to see our revenue go like this, then we'll eventually start to measure things like carbon footprint, like, you know, the things that we can actually see and, and measure. Yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah,
0: but. absolutely. And now, you know, you have the captive audience yourself I mean, at some point, is the plan to sell your own, well, let's say, you know, for the safe side, non-competing products to the people that you're uh, a <laughs> sys- no, have
1: Yeah. So we've already been asked that and uh, we've parked it for the time being. Just right now, it's b- basically a, a race to provide as many new SKUs to our platform as possible. Every single day, we are adding new products. That makes it really exciting. But... That We do see a, a potential future where either a white labeling of products or products that we really have fallen head over heels in love with it would make sense to have a, a Rise logo on. It's something that we, we are looking into.
0: Yeah. So as a manufacturer, I'm always interested. In terms of selling online, does the support come from you or does it come from the company? How does the client relationship work in, or how do you envision it working?
1: So we are on the front lines. We are the ones providing that first level of support for folks. There is the the odd instance where we do have to go back to the manufacturer where we're getting into some like more much more technical discussions. But for the, the most part, we we are the front lines. We're the ones, you know, you're transacting on Rise. And you know, it's obviously really important to us to do that because we really believe in the products that we've researched and vetted and we need to stand behind them so it's important for us to to be on those front lines also understand concerns understand is there a product that's not working as intended or how can we make this product better and i think it's been nice to work with manufacturers who are receptive to that feedback as well and we just we want to be part of that conversation
0: yeah now i'm curious so in terms of routing product training so how do you envision that going? Because obviously you're adding SKUs all the time. There's new products, there's new features. I mean, first I mean, obviously you get the manufacturers in, there's training, but at some point, I mean, how how do you envision how many products could someone reasonably have any knowledge of? How do you see that growing out?
1: You mean I'm not sure I understand the question. When you
0: ask in your front line, you're answering questions yeah. about products. Sure. Right, right, right. You add a hundred products. That's a hundred things that you needed to get educated on. How do you envision mm-hmm. that scaling? Like, do you does it go into product groups? Is there does everyone need to know everything? Is it tiered? Like, I'm just curious. <laughs> I I I've never like we have a few products, and it's like, oh no, we got to train everyone again. And we're thinking about yeah. that, but I'm thinking about okay, you know, you're going to have hundreds, if not thousands, and maybe if you start storing some of this stuff. You'll have an EDI system and and so I'm just wondering how you're thinking about training and onboarding. Yeah, I love
1: that you're asking a question that's like very future focused, and uh, so it's like, well, I'm glad that you're thinking about this for me. Yeah, you know, and it so not that I haven't given it thought myself, and I have, but I do envision this being a few years down the road. But for us, it is on the front lines. It is important to have some base level knowledge of sustainable home improvement. So just having anyone off the street just help us with providing support would, wouldn't be the case. We'd have to have almost maybe similarly to how Apple has their gurus or however you call them, folks who, are, who have enough information, enough base information that they can direct the customer somewhere. I think that's where we'd like to go. Eventually though, having product experts that are like dedicated for certain product types would be ideal. Today we have just over 300 different product types that we've looked at and analyzed at Rise. And it would be fantastic if it was divided into specific funnels of like, well, these guys are responsible for, these are our roofing experts and they'll tell you all about what you need to know for, for a new roof.
0: Yeah, very cool. Well, that's what makes it fun, right, Matt? I mean, it's always a new thing to, to do. Yeah,
1: exactly. But I, I, love, I love that question. It's almost like you're part, of, you're part of Rise and you're like, okay, when we do this, when, <laughs> like, what are we going to do here? And uh, I, I love it.
0: No, that, that's awesome. So while you were doing all this stuff, while this stuff is like you said, you're changing or adding new things to your business. It's fun. It's exciting. There's challenges, but during the pandemic, what else were you doing or were you like just working? Cause like, for me, I was just, just working because just there's so many unknowns and you just want to cover everything. Like, how did you, Mm-hmm. Matt, is that period? I mean, we're still kind of in it. But I mean, how would you how would you uh, navigate it for yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, a little bit like you guys, we were already a little bit remote. We have it. We do have headquarters and an office that's available for folks. But increasingly, the team is has been a bit more spread out. And so working from home just made it really easy for folks. So the team managing the team was was completely fine. As far as what we were doing at the time, so this was back early last year we started we actually started really truly working on executing on the store in the fall of last year but right before that when covid started we actually were working with with real estate agents so we wanted to kind of get the word out in a scalable way and we thought of real estate agents because well they talk to homeowners every single day and they could almost be our mini marketing agent so turns out as a real estate agent, you need to take courses every single year to keep your license. And so what we ended up doing is repurposing the existing content that we had on Rise into courses, three credit hour courses, Orello um, certified. So, and that means that basically it's it's good to go in most states and, and provinces in Canada. And so we started working with real estate associations to sell these courses and to essentially help um, kind of spread the word out about RISE through real estate agents. So we still have that available today. Courses are still available for, for real estate agents. And for us, it's kind of also allowed us to kind of walk the talk that it's not just content that's online, but we're actually, we have accredited content that's available for folks. It was actually accredited also, I should say, for the American Institute of Architects, also accredited for ResNet, NARI, NAHB. So all of those professions now have access to our first, I think our first three courses now are accredited for through those associations.
0: So let let me get you correctly. I mean, real estate agents are a marketing resource, right? For you, but you've turned your content into an education thing where you're making some money off it and you're marketing at the same time. So you're making money marketing essentially.
1: Essentially, yes, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. I like <laughs> it's, uh,
1: one, it's one way to put it, and it's obviously it was it was low effort for us because we we already had the content. It was just about repurposing it and make, making it into self-paced courses that anybody could take at any time. Uh, we even spun a homeowner version of it. So if you're interested as a homeowner and just want to go that extra step beyond the content that we have on Rise, you can actually take the homeowner course at right right on the website. So yeah. Yeah, it just, it just kind of made sense for us. And we're going to keep the educational kind of content alive on Rise. We're going to keep n- nurturing it over over time. We'd love to have more courses. Um, for now, you know, we have been all hands on deck for the store. This thing is taking off and we're really excited about it.
0: Wonderful. That's really exciting. Now you have a few different areas. I mean, it's amazing when you just, th- this course thing, it just came up. I would, it, it wasn't planned. It feels like it feels like it just kind of happened organically out of need and discussion. Is that how it happened? A little
1: bit, yeah. We had we had an idea in the fall before COVID that real estate agents could be a a way in for us. And through COVID, it sort of it accelerated it in a sense, and just basically said, well, people are spending a lot more time at home, including real estate agents, and they still need to take courses. So for us, it just made a lot of sense. Everything was also going virtual. So there there are some courses that you can actually take as a real estate agent in person. So those were kind of going away, right? And for us as well, it just made sense. A lot of associations were lacking content as well. Obviously, a lot of the, the associations were lacking content in our field. We talk about sustainable home improvement. Yes. But we also are just talking about things that a real estate agent should know, like how to spot certain things in a house that are maybe more on the technical side, but that a homeowner would want to know, like what type of water heater is in there or what is there a lot? Is there a lot of insulation in this house? How do you find out if you don't know? Instead of having to wait for a home inspection to get all those, those results, right? So I think, yes, our courses are kind of based on the premise of sustainability, but it's also based on the premise of just knowing what's in your house.
0: Yeah, very cool. So we talked a little bit about it, but is is there anything else sort of unique or interesting that you want to share? I mean, you, have, you already have a lot on your plate, but is there anything I, that, that I missed? I
1: don't think so. I mean, I would welcome anybody who's viewing to check out our shop at shop.buildwithrise.com. For Canadian folks, shop.buildwithrise.ca. So we do have two versions of the store. And we're adding new, exciting products to our our platform every single day. For any manufacturers watching, obviously, we'd love to have a conversation. If mission and vision align and you're making products that are making a difference, we want to know about them. So
0: I think that's it. Great. Thanks, Matt. Thank you for listening to the Specified Growth Podcast today. I also want to thank the listeners who are working hard each day to change the world to make it a better place. Make sure you check out youtube.com forward slash Tats Talks for video of today's podcast. Hit the subscribe button for upcoming episodes, entrepreneurial tips, and more. See you over there.